Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. And today we're going to be talking about a much requested topic, which is dating life in Germany slash what it's like to be someone dating another person from another culture in their country, right. which is and, what we're doing. And again, everybody keep in mind, this whole episode are our own opinions and our own experiences of what we, right. what we as Americans have experienced dating the Germans that we have and are dating. So, right, exactly. Yeah, you know what they say in those commercials on TV, you know, for medications, you know, your results may vary. This right. is very much a your results may vary situation. Just like, just like the uh, Limp Bizkit album. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyways, everybody's requested it. We're going to talk about dating in Germany. Yeah, let's go. Let's log on to that OK Cupid. <laughs> As a complete shock to all of you, today's episode is brought to you by Koya Insurance. I am shocked. Now, Koya Insurance, well, you know, they are a company I would highly recommend to any expats living in Germany. They provide all kinds of services. We're talking private liability insurance. We're talking dog insurance, animal insurance. Yes, different things. We're talking bicycle insurance, household apartment insurance, you know, almost everything, you know, except for, you know, medical insurance, but you've got that covered, right? Because you're in Germany. Now, you know, why would you be in Germany without private liability insurance? Now, coming from the States, it's not something something that exists, but it's, I just, you know, I never really heard about it growing up. It's not a thing that people commonly have, but coming to the, Germany, it is the most popular form of insurance in Germany. Almost everyone has it. Now, if you get in a situation, you break something of somebody else's, they're going to immediately say, Oh, your private liability insurance is going to, they're going to assume you have it. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they're going to assume that your private liability insurance is going to cover it. And if you say no, there's going to be a shock and they're going to expect you to pay for it. So you know what? Just get covered. It's a few euro per month. To learn more, go to Koya.com. That is C-O-Y-A.com. And everything is in English. So you have no excuses. <laughs> True. You don't have any excuses. <laughs> Jeff is not having a good, uh, a good, a, uh, intro to this episode today uh, i'm doing fine you know I th you know what it is i think I, you're pumped I, up i'm just super excited because we are on episode five, five zero zero jeff the 50th episode unbelievable sweet baby jesus sweet baby jesus i <laughs> mean what else can you say i mean we we i remember on our fifth episode we were like "Ooh, i don't, I don't think we got enough sustainable? ideas I don't yeah, think what, so. yeah we got no more ideas we're running out we're on episode 50 we're almost coming up on our one year anniversary we we've been running out of ideas for almost a year it's a great it's amazing basically yeah yeah the, yeah, to be honest with you, there are times where it's a few days before recording and we're there's actually a debate of like, <laughs> does this podcast need to end? We have nothing. And then suddenly we get three ideas for three episodes and we feel good for a few weeks and then... And then we just keep rolling. I don't know how... Honestly, I can't yeah. even... Like, I, I think when we do our last episode, we're going to do one about the podcast and, and how Absolutely. we get the ideas and things, things like this. And I think a lot of you will be very surprised with the, uh, the preparation that goes into this episode. I'm, to every episode, I'm going to leave it at that yeah mm. some have lots of preparation some have a shocking less less than lots shocking amount yes. shocking amount. um but but anyway but we don't have to talk about ending the podcast no we don't because we're, we're at 50 we're at 50 we're rocking and rolling and and, and we're, we're like we're like the ball chasing indiana jones we're not stopping right did did it stop i don't know no. no it kept going right actually ooh, it hit the end of the cave yeah. and he did like a somersault kind of well thing. we're not at the end of the cave yet right no see we're indy Running away from the ball. Yeah, he, we're he didn't stop. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. That's what we're, we're not doing. the ball. We're, we're indie. We're okay. not a ball. Anyways, 
let's let's start with some news. Let's start with shout some, some news. Yes. Uh, for, first news about uh, more about. <laughs> let's talk about us some more. Is uh, we're going to be producing an episode soon that'll be entirely question and answer if we get a bunch of questions. So we we do receive a lot of thoughtful questions via email, Instagram, or website. However. Uh, and we realized we, we should take some of these questions and share the answers with everyone instead of just the people who ask them. Um, and if you have more questions about moving to Germany, moving abroad, anything that kind of goes with that, jobs, whatever, uh, that you'd like to answer on the air, uh, send it to us via the website, social media, whatever, and we'll include that into the episode. And we're hoping that we can make this maybe a series. We don't know. But um, yeah, we get a lot of questions. We figured instead of just that one person getting the answer, this could be helpful to a lot of people. Yeah, we just we just realized that a lot of our questions, wow, yeah, this this applies to so many people, but we're only giving these long answers to this one person. Right, exactly. That. So why not spread, spread the wealth? The love. That's yeah. it, spread the wealth. Yeah. yeah. And as always, we receive so many messages uh, between the last episode and this episode. Yeah. Can't mention everybody, but we want to say thank you to Josh and Bronson. And I yeah. believe Bronson uh, is uh, is or was in the Air Force. So, uh, you know, keep keep on doing. So uh, <laughs> thanks for the message. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, it seems like they're, 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 they're both. Uh, Josh is really motivated to, to get over to Germany and figure his stuff right. out. Yeah. Uh, I think he's probably the most motivated person who has messaged us. He's just he's down to throw all his worries to the breeze and just get get going I love it I love the attitude anytime you mention ooh but there is this he like he doesn't care he's, he's like, like I'm yeah, doing it all good yeah you, you say no he's gonna do give it me yeah. more, give me more challenges all love good it. Yeah. very cool that's a good attitude to have I think oh yeah another a little announcement anyone moving to Germany this year and hoping to buy a bike might encounter some problems because um, this year is expected to have a huge bicycle shortage worldwide believe it or not as all factories are producing are producing them in China and have practically gone like ground to a halt and not doing things anymore because of the pandemic yeah right so most bicycles sold worldwide are made in China regardless of the brand therefore um yeah if you're trying to find a bike you might have some troubles but there's always a huge yeah. used bike market so exactly like, we're referring, we're referring new to, bikes. to new bikes so uh and if you're moving to a place like Berlin I I don't know. There's probably at any given point like ten thousand used bicycles on for sale somewhere. Right. Just just, just make sure. Sense. Just try to make sure they're not uh, stolen. Get that like VIN number, whatever it's called. Yeah, please check that because I had my bike stolen. So you yeah. might be riding my bike. That's not cool. Could be. Could yeah. be my my bike too. My bike was also stolen. So so you could have both of our bikes. If, if you, you have you, it, using one for the weekends and ones for the weekdays. I don't I, know. I hope what you're, you're enjoying my bike. You sick bastard. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, yeah. Another update, of course, on Corona. Now, last episode we mentioned that. The government was strongly considering uh, putting a 15-kilometer exclusion zone around mm. Berlin. Now, this did not come to pass. No, nope. so this does not exist. It does exist in certain parts of Germany, just not in Berlin. Right. Um, but what happened was the current lockdown, which was supposed to end at the end of January, they have uh, extended it to, I believe, February 15th or 16th. I think, uh, no, 14th on Valentine's Day. Oh, 14th. Okay. Mm. Ooh, is there a correlation there? I don't know. They want to allow people to... I mean, they did it for Christmas. I don't know. And who knows? Anyway, so uh, the lockdown has got extended. Was that a surprise? No. no. I mean, it was, it was pretty much expected. It happened a little bit earlier than I thought they were going to do it, but... They might as well stop jerking us around and just say, okay, it's extended until April. You know, because like, it's just going to keep getting extended. But, I know. Um, it is what it is. But one of the major things is, you know, up until now, of course, you had to wear masks everywhere. Right. But you're allowed to wear any type of mask. They are now going to uh, implement, I think it's a confirmed right or yeah it, it, it's confirmed it's the uh the, these medical masks the ff 
FPP2 or FFP2. Yeah, yeah or they, they those are quite expensive, so they also accept um, these the kind of blue surgical masks as well. Which is little, weird because they're totally different types of masks. Exactly, but uh, but they're both medical grade. Uh, right. so, so they, and, and also employers, I, I'm pretty sure, have to provide these for their employees. So if you're taking a public transportation, that means you're doing that to be going to go to work. So therefore, they are providing these um, for people who have to go to work. Yeah, when they were considering the law, I was wondering, like, well, if doesn't the government have to provide these for free? If exactly. You're they, they already instituted this law in uh, Bavaria, and but there you have to have the expensive, I think, FFPE, P2, P2 uh, masks. Uh, so anyway, so the, the homemade cloth masks will no longer be accepted uh, in public transit and stores. They can be used elsewhere, but... Right. Uh, and I, we do not know the starting date. Every article I've seen does not say when this comes into effect, but I believe probably the next few days or with probably next week. I'm not sure. I'm, yeah, I'm assuming it's going to be on Mon- like next Monday or maybe maybe the end of January. I don't know. Yeah, but they have to give people time to acquire the masks. Right. And it's, it's so funny because uh, my girlfriend mentioned that this might be happening, so I just kind of casually looked on Amazon at the prices. An hour later, it was released. I looked on Amazon. The price for everything had gone up five to ten euro already. So get those masks now because the prices are going to keep going up and going up and going up. Crazy. Yeah. And and also they're um, they're allowing parents to stay home, uh, pretty much like a sick day type thing, but um, 100% paid to take care of their children. So they don't have to go to right. um, to get indefinitely or just for. I, I think until the 14th or until lockdowns over. I'm not okay. not really positive, but I, I read that somewhere as well. Um, Again, all this information, look up yourself as well in case we got anything false. Mm, okay. We don't want to be fake news. No, no, no. But we're giving you generally what's happening. But, you know, for the finer details, please. Yes, please. Please look elsewhere. Don't trust us. Yes. And, uh, yeah, as always, please uh, find us on Instagram, americans.in.germany.podcast. Our Facebook, um, our website, agdwpodcast.com, has cool extras on there, news, um, all our whiskeys and the reviews on there, which which is our favorite page. Yeah. Uh, we, we recently have a lot of fun taking the whiskey photos, trying to find cool ways to take the photos. Instead and of the and same Alex, is taking, Alex is taking some beautiful, like even if you're not into whiskey, go through and check out the whiskey photos. Like some of them are, are pretty awesome. Thanks, know, man. I, I must say. Appreciate that. Yeah. And then of course, always, if you feel so inclined to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, please do so. We really appreciate them. We read them all. And uh, keep, it keeps us going. It keeps us motivated to get another 50 episodes, if that's even possible. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll it, see. But, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but here we are now, uh, minutes ago, full disclosure, minutes ago, before we recorded this podcast, uh, Alex and I were, as Americans, sitting and watching the live uh, President Biden inauguration. Yes. Uh, which is, um, and again, you know, we don't really like to get into politics uh, too much here. But uh, I don't care. I I will tell you that I hated Trump. I am happy he's gone. Happy to say it. The world is better off. I I actually, I will sleep better tonight knowing that he is not in charge of uh, anything (laughs) except for his dwindling little companies that he has. So yeah, I'm happy. Uh, Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm I'm 100% happy. I want to congratulate. now we can say President Biden. Like you, Biden definitely was not my, my, my first choice when it came to the primary elections. Sure, right. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that he's there. I think, I think he gave a really, really nice speech uh, in, in the inauguration about, you know, the country coming together, trying to move forward on these really important social issues that I'm really happy that he touched on. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next four years and really hoping that, that the states can heal and move forward and we can kind of put the last four years behind us as, like, a little... A little black speck in, in in history, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and just not waking up to bad news all the time. You know yeah, I, 
I'm excited to not uh, listen to hear Twitter rants all the time too. Now, and I do hope people always say it's like a fairy tale, but I really do hope we can meet, find some common ground with the people who did vote for Trump. You know, and I, I don't hate anybody just because they voted for Trump. You know, you all have your your reasons. You know, it's like we have a difference in you know policy. So hopefully, we can at some point somehow find some common ground, and or just the main common ground. We're Americans. We all want what's best for the country. Right. No reason to hurt each other. You know, let's just leave it at that, I guess. Let's, let's, let's just let's leave it at that. We don't want to get, yeah. And in the direction we're going right now, Jeff, is a different whiskey that we have today. Now, this is... This is a complete wild card. This is a wild card. Now, this is something we randomly saw on Amazon. We have known nothing about it. It no. looks like a whiskey that's trying really hard to look badass. Right. Whether or not it deserves that, who knows? Yeah, it's got like a, uh, like a goat skull on the front, and it's kind of like in a tattoo style... Um, art and it's like orange and black and white and with like kind of this like heavy metal uh font and it's called black forest wild whiskey oh nice and there's some sort of uh like a, like a like a twine like a, like a twine on it like yeah a, like a little little rope going around the neck of the bottle and it said it won, it won the Meiningas international spirits award gold in 2019 i don't know what that one is and I will read you the little blurb. The little blurb on the back is German. And I don't want to read you guys German, so we found a, uh, a blurb on the website that I'm going to read to you right now. Yes. In the production of Black Forest Wild Whiskey. Right, let me start again. In the production of Black Forest Wild Whiskey. There it is. The specially grown fresh yeast plays an important role in obtaining particularly fruity aromas. For this single malt, the barley malt mash is fermented with it, then refined and triple distilled. The Black Forest was stored in American white oak barrels, as well as sherry and cognac barrels, to underline its soft and fruity character. Sounds pretty good. It's eight years aged. Um, it doesn't say that on the bottle, but it says it on the little uh, scanner code down yeah, here. Yeah, online it said eight years as well. So that's right. that's solid. You know, usually, eight years, okay. usually for me, like a three or six years, kind of too young. But eight yeah. years that could be something. Yeah. And it's got a really really nice cork on here. It's like a um, like a message in a bottle cork. And it's even actually labeled here. It's like a, it's a very, I don't know, classic kind of wine bottle cork. But, yes. But even kind of older looking, I don't know. Yeah, it, it looks really cool. Not really what you're used to seeing. It's not, you know, nothing on top of it. Anyways, let's uh, let's pop this bad Larry. Whoa. One of the best. <laughs> hey. That's in the top 10. I've said that so many times. And the glug, Jeff? How's the glug? Not bad. Okay. Okay, it's a, it's a fairly dark color, I would say. Now, of course, we're always judging this color like in a in a dark room. So, what do we know? Um, but yeah, it's a it's a darker yeah, it's, yeah it's darker a, brownish kind of amber, very very rye looking. Mm. It's um, like a smell. Yeah, oh, it's like a little whiff. Mm. It smells good. It smell, it's actually actually smells rye as well. Um, yeah, cheers. Let's go. That's good. I like it. That's surprisingly good. <clears throat> I, and again, I w- we went into this blind, not knowing anything what to expect. Wow! No, I like that. It's um, it's a little sweeter. It's it has it has a very rye taste. It is a rye. I mean, it's like it's not a rye at all, but it uh, it it has a rye taste. Yeah. yeah, a little bit sweet. Good burn. It could be some the, some good flavor. The sherry and cognac barrels to underline its soft and fruity character. This is a bit of a soft and fruity character. I'm this, the blurb is actually correct. The flavor, it's it's something new. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I'm here for it. All right, let's let's cool. Let's sip on this as we dive in uh to dating life in Germany 
our most requested episode. <laughs> it will not live up to any of your expectations. It so will not. And, we're and sorry. Unfortunately, we do not have any special guests being our girlfriends on the show today. Um, that, that, that'll be a different episode, hopefully. In the hopefully, future. We're, we're still we're still uh, we're still working on that one. Mm. Uh, anyways, yeah, dating life in Germany. Uh, Jeff in in the states. Let's, let's start. You know, let's start, start back from the beginning. From the beginning, yeah. when you were a wee teenager, wee little lad. Um, in the in the states, did you ever date a uh, a non American, a foreigner, so to speak? I was thinking about this the other day. Actually, quite a few. Uh, oddly enough, oh, okay. Yeah, in 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 school, anytime there was a foreign exchange student, I was like, I was all over that because like I I was always interested in in Europe and cultures and Germany even like um you know I mean you've heard of Rick Steves right the of course uh, he has this little show on PBS it's like a travel show or he do an episode on Prague an episode on this and he's just like super wholesome yeah Rick Steves legend yeah just uh total has a total just dad look of like khaki pants and a plaid shirt polo, polo plaid shirt yeah oh yeah love him though um anyways when he started doing episodes on Germany when I was like fourteen fifty I really got into it so I, you know really into Germany Europe. So anytime somebody came from Europe, for me, it was always fascinating. Just somebody living across, halfway across the world, like completely different culture. It just drew me toward, towards them. So I, I dated um, an Austrian uh, girl um, and also a uh, Russian uh, Okay. Girl. Yeah, as well. So uh, so I, I had some experience with, with foreigners in the States. Um, but I would, but it, it was kind of reversed because I was the one... Showing them around in, right. my, in my home, in my home, you know. Right, and, and and I think especially you know in high school, I think it was definitely a stereotype. Um, at least when I was in high school, that like any time a foreign exchange student came in, everyone was super interested, especially if it was a girl. It's true though. You know, yeah. I mean, you're all like, oh, who's where's she from? Because it's something like, I think we have this very romantic view of Europe generally in the states. So I think we have kind of like, oh, like hot European, you know. 16 year old 15 year old boy thoughts right yeah and also exotic exactly i don't know about your high school but mine was extremely extremely small in a small little town so yeah the people that you were in high school with are are girls or guys you've known since kindergarten so at a certain point it's like you almost know too much about them and anybody some of the town over would be foreign for you yeah and that that was also true when somebody switched schools that was also you know anybody from somewhere else yeah, but what about you? Did you ever date a foreigner uh, while still in the states? Uh, I dated someone from a state over. Wow, yeah, Massachusetts. That's nothing. Yeah, no. So I have not. Uh, I have very little experience with dating anybody. Wait, Massachusetts when I was in the isn't that like a ten minute drive for you? It's like almost forty minutes. Wow. Yeah. So nice. you know, pretty far away. Um, I was also living in Massachusetts at the time too. So. <laughs> like driving from my house to San Francisco was like 40 minutes. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> you're in a different state. I really don't have any experience of dating anyone not from the States when I was in the States. Um, but what, what were you... So you didn't date any foreigners or no. Germans specifically, but at that time, like what Yeah, what were your thoughts about about Europeans and German women in general? Like, were you interested or you like, no, I'd rather stick to people uh, who, you know, have a better um, good grasp of English or whatever. I don't know. Who knows? What, what were mean, you thinking? I never really thought about it, to be honest. I guess, I mean, when I was in college, I definitely met more people that were international, you know, a lot of international students. And I didn't really, there was nothing more special about anyone else from anyone else, you know? Like I said, in high school, you always had that kind of like stereotypical like dream of like a 16 year old boy with like a, a foreign exchange student, you know? But yeah, like, yeah. Um, like what you see in the movies, basically. Exactly. N- nothing, you know, real. So I, I never really thought about it because I guess the opportunity never really arised. Um, yeah, so it, it wasn't really a big part of my on my radar for for dating anybody. 
Right. Okay, Jeff. So now we've we're not in the states anymore. You know, you had your you had your that your, is true. Your, your Russian, your your Austrian. I had my Russian. Well, you, oh my god, <laughs> that's not awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. You had your experience dating dating people who were not from the states in the states. Now you're in Germany. You're uh, you're a single young young gentleman. Um, what 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 what's your dating story then? Yeah, if you're trying to get out, what, did I want to date? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. This, like this, is what this is what I'm leading to right now. You know, the first time I moved to Germany, I think I was 21. Then the second time, which is kind of the longer nine year period now. Right. Oh God. Mm, yeah, I guess I was 24. Yeah, I think you were 24. 23, 24, whatever. Early early 20s. Yeah. And and, and again, you're like you're in a new place. And again, for me, it was exciting because like. You know, I mean, there's there's cool women, of course, in the U.S., but you know, here's people with a different culture, different story. You know, huge it's, city, three and a half million people. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> here, you, it's not just Germans in Berlin. You know, you're, right. you can meet uh, Spanish people, people from the Czech Republic, people from wherever. You I know mean, I, mean? I, th- I think I read that Germ- uh, Berlin has people from over 180 countries here. You didn't read that. You said it because we said it in an episode. Once. Oh, okay, we did say it. We I think it was when we were describing Berlin. We had True. some stats. So there it is. There's yeah. someone, there's people from everywhere here. So, um, so you know, you just moved here and yeah, of course you're thinking you're a single guy, you want to date, whatever, but also you're trying to find friends as well. So it's kind of like by mixing together a bit, right? Just trying to find anyone to hang out with. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, back then I was meeting people through, there's a website called couchsurfing.com where right. you go to a city instead of staying in a hotel, you can stay, uh, you can sleep on the couch of a local, whatever. Right. But couchsurfing.com also has uh, kind of meetup groups, just like Facebook does. And so through both those websites, I was posting, hey, who wants to meet up, play some ping pong? Who wants to meet up, go to a movie, whatever. Or other people were asking the same. So I was meeting people through that uh, through that way. And during that, I found friends, but I also found people, you know, to date. Love interests. Um, exactly. Um, I dabbled in the online. I think I did the OkCupid, a little bit of the Tinder, yep. not a whole lot of success at all. <laughs> also, I wasn't really trying. It was like very on the back burner kind of a thing. Yeah, like in, in, in passing type thing. I'm yeah, assuming. I was in yeah. no rush. So it was kind of, you know, uh, uh, hey, let's see what happens, but doesn't matter kind of a thing. Um, but yes, so I, I had experiences dating uh, European women um, and yeah, a few, a few German women. And uh, again, I can't, I, I can't speak for, for, for everybody, these are just my experiences, you know. I, but I, but with the people that I dated, uh, I found that at least the first date was very kind of like a felt like a job interview. Kind of, a, they're kind of seeing, okay, is this guy worth my time? Mm-hmm. There's kind of a lot of very serious questions, not not really a very casual atmosphere. Okay. You know what I mean, yeah. Um, but but again, it, it it depends on who you meet. Um, you know, and, and, and I think as we've learned uh, throughout this. 50 episodes of podcasting together. Yeah. Uh, you've had very particular experiences on the whole range of things in terms of finding <laughs> flats or traveling or getting scammed. So um, I would take anyone who's listening to this, I would take anything Jeff says as experience with a huge grain of salt. What? I'm not lying. Like, I know you're not lying. I'm saying yeah. your experience is very atypical, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe you've just been playing it safe. I don't know. Maybe I just live a boring life. I don't know. Yeah, I'm taking a walk on the wild side. You know, I mean, that's why we're drinking, you know, Black Forest wild whiskey. Yeah, but I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, a lot of our uh, fans have, it's kind of weird to say that word. I, just, I know. I'd say listeners. Let's listeners. Say listeners. Let's say listeners. Yeah. A lot of our listeners have asked, you know, mostly guys are asking like, what are German women like? Is it easy to date German women? And that's hard to answer because I mean, yeah. it depends who you, There, there is no... Okay, here's a paragraph that describes a German woman or describes a German man. Every German woman, man you meet, 
are very different, just like in the States or anywhere else. Everybody's very different. So we exactly. can't, I can't give I mean, a description of anybody. Of course, there are always the, the cultural differences that we talk about generally when going to any country, um, you know, most talk about Germany, but always cultural differences. And of course, it's going to be with every person. But like, I, 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 yeah, that, that, that question is impossible to answer. And it's kind of like, it's. I feel like it's kind of rude to say, you know, German women are like this or German men are like, you know, it doesn't make any sense. And that's sense. why I would never say, because again, I've met, German women that are one way and other German women that the other way. And same with, I've met Spanish women that are one way and the other. It's, yeah, of it's, course. It depends how they were brought up and where they grew up and just their, you know. Life I, experiences yeah, and this, everything else. Yeah, so uh, we can't really give you a description on that. No, there's know? no answer to that um, at all. Yeah. So anyway, so I, yeah, I dated and yep. uh, eventually I met my uh, current girlfriend. But let's start with your story because your story, <laughs> actually speaking of atypical uh, True. Actually, how long had you been in Germany that you met your current partner that you've been with for what six, seven years or um, longer? I was in Germany for about five hours. So, if yeah. that, yeah, atypical. Yeah, yeah. I guess that is pretty atypical. Yeah, I mean, when I moved here, um, I was kind of newly single. I was single for like I came with like a two and a half year relationship, and I was single for like what maybe four or five months, something like that. Six months. I don't uh, know. Okay, but but had you reached the point where? It wasn't lingering as much and you were really thinking about her anymore. Yeah, I, I, I moved on. I was good. And I was like, I'm going to go to Europe. I'm going to go to Germany. I'm going to, you know, meet all these new people. And you know, I, was, I was open to, you know, I was open. Um, but then I, you know, um, my girl and girlfriend caught my eye the first night when I met her and well, couldn't on, get where, out of my head. Where did you meet her? Give us details. Yeah, well, okay. So um, she actually worked with um, my, my roommate at the time, my college friend. They worked together. And so when I came to Germany, I went to the apartment and then my friend took me out to a bar to meet, to a restaurant slash bar, uh, the old, old, old white trash, which is now gone. Uh, this is a bar called White Trash. We're, right. not, we're not talking people or the word. No, no, it's, it's a bar called White Trash. Yeah. And, and, um, and keep in mind, this is the day that you've landed in Germany for yes. your first time ever. Yes, okay. exactly. And she's like, you know, come meet all my friends. And then um, I met this beautiful woman and uh, I just really wanted to talk to her. So I talked to her for a bit and she thought I was nice, whatever. Um, and then after a while, I was like, all right, well, I, not after a while, pretty quickly, I was like, I, you know, I want to talk to her more. I want, I want to get to know her because she seems amazing. And uh, yeah, after, you know, a week or two, we hung out a lot because we're all, you know, she was friends with my friend. So we actually hung out very often, which was great. But she wanted nothing romantically to do with me at all. Mm. She saw me as like just kind of like green American dude who had baggy pants and a shaved head and right. So she, she's ears. like, "You just got off the boat, man. Like, I'm I'm not the first. You don't go with the first woman you meet, you know, right off right off the gate, you know, yeah, like, exactly. like look around, you know. And and then eventually, you know, we kissed for the first time and things started going for a while. But like, we weren't officially boyfriend and girlfriend until like eleven months later. Uh, it even came to a point where at one point she was like, "Want to kind of end it." And I was like, no, I don't want to. Like, you're going to come around eventually because clearly I wanted more than she did. Wow. And um, Persistent. I was like, we'll keep it casual, you know, you know whatever you want to do. And then eventually, yeah, we got together. We've been together for now as long as I've been here for so it's over seven years, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I could talk about her all day because she's the most incredible person I've ever met in my life. Yeah. yeah. But um, and, and they're great for each other. If you meet, if you meet them, like, you know, they're, I can't think of anything. Except for two pieces in a pod, that's such an old thing. Wow, thanks, man. Whatever. <laughs> really original. Fucking, I don't know. What else? <laughs> I'm just trying to say, they're a really good couple. Like, you know, it's uh, so uh, I'm trying to save you from you. sounded kind of creepy earlier with the whole like, when she tried to beg up with you and said no. So, yeah, it's, true. It, w- it wasn't a creepy, it was, it, it was very, it was <laughs> in my mind, it seemed very romantic. <laughs> okay. and apparently, in hers because she stuck around. So, yeah, ex- exactly. And, um, 
Yeah. So I, I, like I said, I could talk about her all day, but we're trying to give information to people that are helpful, not just Alex talking about his girlfriend all night. Right. And, you know, I, I met my current girlfriend. Uh, it was, ooh, I went over to a friend's house. He had just moved with his girlfriend into a new apartment and he's not super handy. So he, and I have, you know, I have tools and everything. So he asked me to come over to help with, you know, putting up the shelves, all that kind of, all that jam. Oh yeah. So I went over just to help him and his girlfriend. And suddenly, yeah, there was this, yeah, beautiful. Did you uh, take, did you take your shirt off while using the wrench? No, in but slow motion sweating. I, I could I could tell she she enjoyed the fact that I I could uh, you know work with tools and I knew what I was doing. Yeah, but but it was a funny moment because I also um, I can't even remember. I I I, I was God, working on a movie project for a long time and I was so swamped with work that I kind of just not even thought about dating. You know what I mean? I had just yeah. had no time for it in my life, and but I, I still remember where. They were like, oh, and here's our friend. Uh, and they just pointed towards the balcony. And I went out just to quickly shake her, not even give her a second thought. And then she looked up and I was like, oh. Hello. Yeah. Ooh. How you doing? And then suddenly I'm like, oh, right. Okay. Uh, anyway, so we met through a, a mutual friend because uh, my friend's girlfriend is working at the same place as. So kind of a similar, right. you know, you met through, through a, someone through else. A friend's colleague. It's also yeah. a friend's colleague kind of a thing. Um, but, but I think the thing that helped us uh is that both of our girlfriends are quite f absolutely fluent in english you know right. what i mean um and because there is one thing that i would say that german people in general uh who have never and, and both of our girlfriends have also lived abroad and done a lot of traveling right yeah german people in general who have not lived abroad who have basically spent their whole lives in germany have not lived abroad have not traveled a lot are less likely in my opinion to to want to date a foreigner just like an American who's never been abroad is maybe less likely to they want to, to date a foreigner as well, you know. And a, and a big part of it, I think, is language because Germans, even though they're quite good in, in English, from from all of the European countries, they're one of the ones that have the least confidence in their English, even though it's really yeah, good. I, I'm pretty sure they're one of the most proficient at English in the second language in Europe. But for some reason, I noticed this too. I feel like a lot of Germans are not confident in their English, and I don't I don't know why because they're most Germans I met that are, you know, at least like under 50 are incredible in English. Yeah, but they just, I had so many times when I was backpacking in Europe, I'd meet a German at a bar or whatever, you know, now, you know, back when I'm like 18, 19, whatever. Yeah. And in perfect English, you'd be like, we start talking to them and they'd be like, oh, no, my English isn't good. Sorry, I, I got to go. And they'd get so embarrassed and, and a complete lack of, and, and yeah. again, they would say this in fluent English as they walked away. So yeah. any, any Germans listening, if you speak some English, be confident in it, guys. Yeah. confident. It's very different because uh, a lot of people I've met in Scandinavia, for example, have amazing English also, but they have super confidence with it. You know, they just right. go with it. They don't mind it. So anyway, so uh, if, you, if you, that as a foreigner living in Germany, depending on who you meet, that might hinder you in meeting uh, that man or woman of your dreams. Just because uh, if, if say they're not comfortable in English, they're not, they're going to be less likely to start a relationship with somebody whose main language is English. Or what do you think? I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I would say generally agree. And, and you know, it's language. I think it's also comfortability. Um, you know, generally in life, people like to, to do things that are more comfortable to them that they're used sure, to. Yeah. Um, of course, there's also cultural barriers and, um, and, and, and yeah, it, it's kind of like all these things together. It's the same thing as making friends as, as anything. And um, it's just whether that person wants to make that leap of being like, Hey, I'm comfortable with, trying to you know have a love interest with a foreigner but it could also be too that especially when we where we live in berlin a lot of um people come and go 
So if you if you know if you want to date someone who's visiting or who says they want to live in Berlin or in Germany for a while, they might be gone in two years anyway. So is it worth the time to even invest in that relationship as well? And maybe I don't know if you've uh, talked to your girlfriend about this, but maybe that was part of it in the beginning because you have literally just arrived in Germany. She's like, okay, this guy could be here six months, or you know, what's the what's the point of getting inve- emotionally invested in this guy? You know, is he going right. to be gone? Who knows? You know, yeah, or it could be, uh, hey, listen, this could be a fling, and then maybe it turns into something big because maybe they might say, hey, he's only here for a few months, like let's have some fun for a little while, and then oh, you know, so and you stayed, and then you're you know in a relationship together. It go either way, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, so I would say in summary, if you ask, oh, okay, is it easy or difficult to to date a German man or woman, it, it really depends on, again, their comfort level. Maybe you meet somebody, they lived in the States or they lived in London for two years or during uni. Maybe that makes them more comfortable to want to date a foreigner. Who knows? They're more comfortable in English. So it, it really depends. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're so like, I have not been on many dates. In fact, I've been on many dates. It's all with the same you know person here. Um, in, in general dates, do you, do you see like any kind of like a cultural thing that's different between when you're on a date here versus when you're on a date in the States? Something I've experienced and a lot of my friends have who've uh, dated in Germany as well. They can back you up on that this. Backed this. Backed me up on this. Okay. Is um, uh, more of an independence, much more of a modern dating. And what I mean in the sense, uh, for example, what's a good example? Oh, so with like with, with the paying on the first date, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, they they prefer to to split the check, you know, It's and it doesn't matter how, how much you insist. They, they really prefer, no, nah, it's first date. I want to pay my half, you pay your half. Right. Uh, people are much more independent and they're less, you know, maybe in the States, it's like, oh, come, you know, you pick me up for the day. In Germany, it's, I'll meet you there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like in the States, that's definitely um, an assumption. I mean, maybe it's changed now because we both haven't been there in almost a decade. True, yeah. Maybe things are different nowadays, but at least, yeah, growing up, it was kind of the expectation that the man picks up and the man pays for the bill at the end of the day. Yeah, it's, it's very different because some uh, Eastern European countries like... Uh well, Russia's not in, in Europe, but you know Russia. Technically, Russia. Yeah, it's, 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 it, it wants to be. <laughs> uh, Russia, Ukraine, etc., have much more of an old school, old fashioned kind of way where it's mostly expected. Okay, uh, the man asks the woman out, pays for that first uh, dinner, op- you know, opens the door for the woman, kind of that kind of stuff. Okay. Whereas in Germany, it's much more independent. Everybody's kind of more equal. Uh, yeah, that's nice. So that's something I experienced. So yeah, and, and, and yeah, I think that's nice actually that you know. And, and one quick thing. So when you first started dating uh, your current girlfriend, yes, would you say you saw any difference with like if, if dating if you, if you had met her in the states and she was American, like or or it really you really didn't see a difference. You you, you couldn't even really tell she was ger- say say yeah say you just met her in a random room somewhere and you weren't told where she was from. Would you even know she was German? You know what I mean? I mean. That's, that's a hard question. And I mean, culturally, yes, of course. Okay. But like in terms of, you know, what the expectations are of like general date things, I don't think so. But like I said, at the same time, my first girlfriend, or the girlfriend before, um, I was relationship in college. Then before that, my girlfriend was in high school. So like, there's like my, like, I didn't really, I had a lot of, a few dates in the States here and there, but I didn't mm. have like any long-term relationship stuff as like in a free standing adult. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Okay, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Jeff, a, a few people have also asked about like how to meet people in Germany, and we, we touched on this a bit when we talked about meeting people like friends, and I, you know it's very similar when trying to meet a love interest because I don't know how you go out searching to, to date somebody unless well, you're on like an app or something like that. Well, and, and and so of course, yeah, like you said, if you're using an app back in the states or back in uh, Great Britain or wherever, 
that app also exists in Germany. Right. Germans are using Tinder. They're using Bumble. Uh, they're using Grinder. Uh, they're using all of these apps. So, so in that sense, dating is or just exactly the same. Right. And also, you know, people are asking, you know, how do you, how do you meet people in Germany? Without being not giving you much, it's kind of the same as meeting people everywhere else. Like that's the thing. It's uh, you know, it's a, it's really through work, colleagues. It's at school. It's you mentioned last episode. You go to a, a shared apartment party. You know, you meet right. some people there. Go to a concert. People were there. Well, be, when you could go to concerts. Um, but can you think of a specific, specific place to meet that's, uh, that's specifically German? German? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, not, I mean, yeah, maybe like a, a things like, like beer garden, like a beer garden. Exactly. Yeah, I guess. That's what I was I thinking. Beer garden, maybe, um, or like an underground sex club, I guess. But uh, besides that, <laughs> I really can't think of like a specific German way to to, to meet somebody. Um, I mean, that's the thing. A lot of these things are the same in probably almost every country in the world. Um, but when you first arrived, so yeah. you, you you mentioned that you started going to bars and stuff to meet people, right? Right. But like, what what was your what was your experience with that? Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe Germans are more wary of strangers, or maybe I just didn't put myself out there enough. Maybe Actually, it's a language I, thing. I think you're correct. I think Germans are much more in America. It's not uncommon where if you're both you know there's two people at the bar waiting for the you know uh the barkeep to like you know bring them a drink just to strike up a conversation randomly whereas yeah, that, that's less common in germany people are more wary of strangers when you start talking to them they're kind of wondering what do you what do you want from me what's Be- happening you know right because because culturally small talk is not a thing here which we which we have discussed before so i think that that is definitely a huge difference when you are coming specifically from the states to germany because in the states you're really used to just meeting people all the time randomly waiting you know waiting for the train waiting like you said waiting for a beer at a bar in a line of grocery store you know people talk a bit little you know and then you know maybe oh, something cool spring from that where in germany those interactions are very very rare yeah so if if, if if you say you're like okay, you know I, I want to meet a guy tonight, and your plan is to go to a bar, and you're you're not having much luck, it might not be just you. It's it's also kind right. of a cultural thing where in bars here people really like to stick to their own groups, and again they're very wary of newcomers coming in. And, and, and a lot of bars here, specifically, no, actually a lot of German bars. I'll say more Berlin, but actually a lot of places around Germany are set up to be less social actually because a lot of bars will have like the main bar area which most people don't actually chill at true uh and then the rest of the bar is usually kind of like a um you have a few couches over there in a corner a few a table there and a table there and like couch over there all kind of separated and it doesn't really allow for that like intermingling of different parties yeah it's, it's kind of built so that the groups that came with each other have a place to sit and just hang out with themselves. Which is beautiful you know when I mean? you have a bunch of friends. Yeah. But if you're trying to meet people, it, it can it can make it very difficult. So I think that's the only thing I could actually say that's different between Germany and the States. In general, it's kind of the same as, you know, it's just having confidence and throwing yourself out there. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, me and Jeff are not, um, are not love gurus, but, you know, here we are. But I want to talk about Jeff, like the, the positive things about so we're, we're, i want to move on from like finding someone to date because that's yeah, now we now we're both we're dating we're, we're two americans dating germans right. people want to know like what is that like what is yeah. that like and that's what i find more interesting and there's like a lot of really cool positives in this uh, just quick uh, pause he's gonna give me a little splash of this uh black forest maybe a little bit of splash that you're drinking that black forest wildcat whatever it's called that real good yeah thank you you must have a little splash too um 
So like, obviously you're dating somebody from a different culture. You're going to have come from different cultures. And I find, I think it can be looked at in a negative way. Of course. I love it. I think it's like the coolest thing to be, to have a, such a close relationship with somebody that is from a totally different area of the world who has totally different experiences than you and you can share these experiences and yeah, there might be references you don't get, but that's what's fun about it because I can make a joke that I've known since this fourth grade and she's never heard it before and all of a sudden I'm the most hilarious guy in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and also, uh, for me, there's it's like constant surprises because you know there'll be moments where she'll bring home, can't even get an example, this random food. She's like, oh, I bought blank. And I'm like, yeah? Cool. She's like, wait, you never had blank? I'm like, no, you mean not as a kid? No, but... This is like the standard thing that we have in your, no, I never heard of it. What is it? And then, then she's explaining what is it and, and what she did as a kid. Oh, you know, you stick it on the bread and you do this, this is, and then it, suddenly yeah. it's this new thing. Oh, I, what, I've, I had no idea. You know what I mean? So it's it, even, I mean, I, we've only been dating or only, but we've been dating uh, two and a half years, but even now it's like, there's still constant surprises of she'll mention this thing that to her is commonplace. Exactly. And I'm, I'm like, I've, it's what, what is that? It's interesting. Or I mentioned something that's commonplace about the U S or something. And she goes, really? That's normal because in church, but so it is kind of a common or a, a, a constant sh- uh, shock, surprise kind of a thing. You know, it's cool for sure. And I, I think that 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 sharing of culture is 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 super important. Um, and like for example, I've become a better person. I think because she is who she is, and and some of that has to do just with being German as well. Like. Um, I, I've grown a lot with my political views because she comes from a she comes from a country that doesn't doesn't exist anymore in the East Germany, you know. Sure. And so meeting her and her family and the stories that they tell, it makes me open up my worldview more. You know what I mean? And I, I'm not as narrow minded. I'm not saying I wasn't around before, but everyone is. You have your experiences, what you have, and I think dating somebody else, making friends with other people, and also having a close relationship with somebody can really broaden your the way you think a bit more, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it, it helps you give it, get a whole new perspective on a lot of, uh, international kind of, uh, you know, political events as well. You right. Know I mean? Cause you have that, you can see it from, cause a before, different perspective. before it's just the American perspective, but now you're seeing it from not only the German perspective, but maybe you have a friend, uh, from Spain or whatever. And you're like, Oh, okay. I used to think this about this, but now I kind of I see what they're saying, you know what I mean, and and what they went through. Okay, now I I kind of get this more. I get their side more, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, dating somebody from another culture, of course. Again, we're kind of speaking the obvious. It it, it does broaden your horizons for sure. Um, and 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 I, I think um, yeah, I think it made me a made me a better person to be honest. Um, and. I, I also credit that to her as well because she's like again amazing. But again, yeah. I don't want to talk about her too much. My girlfriend's amazing too. Just so you know. <laughs> since Alex trying to make me look horrible. Sorry, so I'm trying to do. Um, another interesting aspect is Somebody's of course looking for some brownie points. <laughs> another aspect, of course, which is pretty uh, interesting, is like meeting the family because that's a totally different experience yeah, meeting I- the family of a in another person's country and their family versus in your own country and their family Very and also different. language barrier yes cultural barrier this yes. is something even when i first moved to germany i was wondering what's what's gonna be like like if i do date a german or a foreigner and they don't speak english or yep. or they just don't get me at all because I, my you know the way i grew up is so different from exactly from how they grew up uh yeah so well, actually can you recall the first time you met uh, your girlfriend's family and how did that go 
Yeah, I, I can. It was uh, it was before we were officially dating. Uh, it was during Christmas, so I was here for what three, a little over three months. And um, she took me and my roommate to her family's place for Christmas. She's like, you guys know where to go. Hey, come to my family. Oh, so, like, yeah. so not just you. So the pressure wasn't really completely on. Yeah, and, and, and my friend also spoke German. I spoke no German at the time. And this is a story that I told a while ago where my girlfriend's uh, father asked if I was boring. Check out the Christmas episode, I think, if you want to hear that story. Well, give a quick rehash, though. So. Um, yeah, pretty pretty much everyone's giving out gifts. And um, and he, he, I was sitting down. He stands above me. Point, kind of points to me and he speaks decent English and he wanted to ask me if I was bored like hey you're bored have another gift you know huh but you know me being a little bit nervous to meet them you know not speaking the language um, he's standing above me and he looks down and he goes are you boring I mean, I'm looking up and I'm like, I feel like a little mouse. I'm like, I don't think I'm boring. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Should I go home now? And then everyone's people are laughing and then my girlfriend corrected him and then he's like, oh, and you know, not what he meant. But uh, but generally went pretty well and um, yeah, we, we get along very, very well. Uh, now that my German is better. Um, and actually we, we talked the other day a little bit uh, outside the podcast about language barrier. Maybe you could speak yeah. a little bit more about that. Like, uh, does it make for some awkward moments or or do you feel like you can get by? Like, because I, mean, I think some people, you know, who maybe they know a few words in German, but they're but they're wondering, are they, can they really get to know me? Is it going to be awkward, you know? But obviously, you know, you've gotten past that. I mean, so. Yeah, we've gotten past that. Of course, um, you know, I'm, I'm still used to small talk. So the small talk's not there in our family, but like, that's okay. Something I'm used to now. Um, you know, I, I can sit in silence for a bit, you know, it's okay. Um, where, when I'm in the States, I always wanted to be, I always need someone to be talking, you know, mm. but I, I've gotten much more German in myself to understand, like, no, you don't need to talk all the time. Sometimes you can just kind of sit and relax. So like, that was a little awkward for me at first, but that's something I got over and it's fine. It's just like another cultural, uh, cultural difference there. But, uh, generally, yeah, we, we, we get on fine, but it's still different. Like when I'm my girlfriend's family in the States, you know, automatically have a few connections. You, you can talk about sports, you know, like, oh, there are probably a Patriots fan. I can talk about Tom Brady for days with you. And you have the instant connection. Then you yeah, can yeah. build off that where when it comes, when you're dating somebody who's from a different culture in a different country, that connection's probably not there unless you happen to be a fan of like the same football team or soccer team, which chances are slim. Because mm. um, there's so many to choose from. Because there's so many to choose yeah. from. Um I think that's definitely a big difference. Is like, how do you get off on that right foot? What What's the first kind of things you talk about? You know? Yeah, and I yeah, and I would say just you know, don't be too worried about the language barrier. It's just, you just have to accept the fact, like, okay, yeah. How, how was it with you? Uh, yeah. Well, me, my girlfriend will tell you, I was extremely nervous on the trade ride over to meet their family for, for, for meet her family for the first time. Makes sense. But, you know, it wasn't really about because, you know, I've met the girlfriend's family before, you yeah. know, there's always a little bit of nervous. You don't want to come off well. But for me, I was so nervous about like, oh, OK, I can speak German, but I'm not fluent in German. And their English is practically zero. OK. You know? um, so, ooh, like, is there going to be a lot of awkward? Like, how am I going to like show them my personality? You know, so I was I was beyond nervous. I'll be honest. I was beyond nervous. Uh, but once I got there, it's like, okay, 
these are normal, nice people. You know, they're not going right. to hate. They're not going to hate you just because you're not f- completely fluent in German, right? Obviously, they know that their daughter loves you, so like they know you're a decent guy. And also, it's amazing how much you can show from yourself. Just again, just by, um, just by, just you know, the, how you look, the you know, the fact that you're smiling, that, that and, and, and the fact that you're even there. You know, I, I'm sure the parents appreciate that as well. That you know, you're this dude who came over to Germany, doesn't know anybody, doesn't speak the language, and then you're going over to your girlfriend's house to meet them anyways showing right. that you care you know exactly you know and and I and I and I, and I would I, you know I I would do these things anyways but it's like it's like okay I'm going to help you know take the dishes over or stuff like you can you can show that you're a nice person rather than say it you know what I mean you know right. with with certain little things here or there um and and I also found again it's like you, you, and I'm sure you had these moments too it's like there's a really complex thing that you just you know you can't get across in your level of German. Yeah. So you you turn to your girlfriend and you just you say, "Hey, tell them this." Blah blah blah. And then she tells them. And then they she tells you what they said and you know, it's it takes you, a little you, bit longer, but it, they get the point gets across, you know? You you, you find a way to make it work, of exactly, course. Exactly, yeah. And now I'm at the point where like I feel like I'm part of the family, you know. I see them very often. Um like probably 10, 15 times a year, you know, uh, for birthdays and Easter and Christmas, whatever, um, just random visits and yeah, they're lovely people. So it's also been nice, you know, get to know them and, and like kind of have like a small family away from, you know, my own family, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I think it's also interesting for them. You know, I mean, I had my girlfriend's dad, you know, jokingly asked me like, in, in like the few words of English he knows, like, are you a cowboy? But it's like it's just a joke, right? Nice. Because that's what he sees in, in movies, right? And of course, I don't know about you, but I always got the, uh, so Trump. Like, that, that's like, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they'd ask you, what do you think about that? Or, you know, um, and they're also just interested. Yeah, why did you move to, Jer-? you know, like, they're like, okay, this guy actually moved across the world. Like, so um, there's something to him, right? So Exactly. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah, for sure. Uh, and it's also nice, you know, I also know her aunts and uncles who, her aunt and uncle live in Berlin, so we hang out with them very often as well. So it's kind of like I have like a, a bit of an extended family here, which is really nice um, too. And now it's the point after, you know, seven years where it's just, it's just, it's kind of just always natural and normal now. It's it's nice, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also lucked out my, or I don't know about lucked out, maybe it's a weird thing to mention, but my, my girlfriend had uh, dated a non-German before. So, I, okay. so so her her family was kind of like it wasn't this was not like the first time it wasn't a shock so like they'd already experienced somebody whose main language was English and who was not German so it, you know I so I didn't so going into it I, I felt a little bit more at ease because sure. I was like okay I, you know and also uh, my girlfriend's sister is dating an, an Irishman living in Ireland so uh, they're there's a lot of their trans poor, transcontinental yeah. her, uh, her poor parents are used to uh all the, most of their children going off and dating non, non-germans, <laughs> non-germans. So. Uh, yeah. um yeah i mean generally i i don't know how how helpful this episode is to anybody um, i hope that it gave a bit of an insight at least to you know what it's like a bit and you know but you know we're just two dudes again i can't we can't give specific information no because it would just be information about those specific people we dated which gives you nothing about german men or women as a whole right uh but i, I would say if, if 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 the reason for all your questions is because you're wondering can it work out like and my, or my confidence is low i don't know if it can work it or not yes it can i would say you know you come give it your best shot and i but i, but I would say um you know again as with everything 
you know, learn a certain level of German. People, people, including men and women that you're trying to date, will respect that. That yes. you know know a, f- a few words here or there. Uh, yeah, so it, it can work out. So don't 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 be too pessimistic. It can happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree, and, and I'll also add that um, I I find it to be like amazing to date someone from a different culture, and um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just say I'm it's a say I feel the same as when I did. Back in high school, they're, they're the same reasons I would get excited about dating somebody from a different culture, or the same as now. You know what I mean? Yeah. W- what's better in life than you know than than, than sharing cultures, and understanding of each other, and uh, and that, and that's a way to do that. You know. End of story. It makes things interesting. It makes things interesting. Always interesting, which is always fun. Not that you guys back in the states dating each other aren't having interesting lives, but right. That's not what we're trying to. We say. just crapped all over you the whole episode. Basically. That's not what we're trying to do, but yeah basically said if you're not doing this you are that's boring. not what I said are you boring are you boring anyways what's not boring is this whiskey Jeff yes okay let's take another sip let's Cheers. take another, another sip and drinking this uh, fairly quickly actually because it's good I really like it I didn't expect it to be this good this one's I don't this is actually for me hard to describe uh, I can't quite put my figure, finger on what this whiskey is but all I know is I drink it and I like it. That's what that, yeah. that's like the main thing. I don't know. You 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 say something about it and I'll see if I agree. I mean, I, I when when I taste it, I taste like a, a Canadian or like a rye or something. It's sweeter. There's not a lot of burn to it. It's got that dark color. Um, it's definitely more that leans that way more than like a, a Scotch or or an Irish by a long shot. Yeah, I mean, there, what I like about it, there's a lot going on. Again, it's like it's one of those whiskeys you you sip. Yeah, you get this flavor. Ooh, there's something else. Ooh, there's the burn slowly coming. Ooh, like there's a lot going on for like five, ten seconds. And I for like sure, that. yeah, yeah, I, I I really enjoy it. Um, I'll just go with my gut right now. I'm giving. I'm gonna give it a. Uh, it's all eight and a half. I'm gonna eight and a half. Eight and a half. No, no, no. Wait, what do you mean no? Yeah, eight no. and a half. Eight and if half. that's your gut, that's your gut. That's my gut. My gut's an eight because I'm not big on the half stuff. Yeah, sure. You did it last week though. But hey, eight is that's that's a solid. Solid figure. It's a solid figure. It's a good one. Yeah, uh, I, I like this one. I, how much was it again? It was forty euro. I, no, it was forty euro. I believe. Yes, was it? Yeah. And this is, yeah, it was. I believe it was forty euro on Amazon, and this is forty two percent alcohol, and it's only five hundred milliliters, so it's smaller. For it's a small euro. bottle. You know? So in terms of price ratio, I, th- I think this is kind of like a smaller distillery. You know, so that's yeah. Why it's- so yeah, in terms of the price ratio, forty euros for this, I think makes sense because it does taste very good in a smaller bottle also for 40 so um like last week you know it was 26 that didn't taste super great but for 26 euros it was fantastic and i think this price with the flavor goes well together i completely agree and i, and I love trying these german whiskeys man you know german whiskeys like, all over again, the place who, man who knew this random wild black forest whatever existed you know what i mean so yeah. and again a lot a lot of these german whiskeys they are not just clones of Scotch or Irish. They no, they, they got their own flavor going. They got know? their own stuff going on. They're they're definitely creative. Um, like we said, there's definitely not a trend at all with German whiskeys. It's all over the it's all over the place. It's all over the board, yeah. but in in a really fun way. So, yeah, I, I would actually suggest people to uh, keep trying some German whiskeys, just because I, I think it's, it's 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 a wild card. You don't know what, you don't you don't you don't know what you're gonna get. I think the problem is if you live outside of Germany, a lot of these they do not ship outside of Germany at all. Yeah, probably. Even this big uh, stork does not ship outside Germany. Yeah. So, or or at least I think just neighboring European countries. But I can guarantee you this: you cannot get in the states or maybe even in England. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested uh, if anyone is. Yeah, around. I'd be interested to know if you can find Black Forest Wild Whiskey wherever you are from. 
Um, and if you can, I would definitely buy a bottle. It's just, it's a wild ride, man. It's a wild ride <laughs> for the Black Forest Wild Whiskey. Wild. 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 All right, guys. That's episode 50. Thanks for listening. Stay wild. Sorry, I was trying to think of something epic to say, but I have nothing other than, yeah, 50 amazing Thank you for continuing to listen. Yes, and yes. And for, for keep sending us all these messages. You guys are awesome. I mean, you guys are the only, people say this all the time, but this is absolutely true. Without you guys, we would not be here because we would yeah. not be spending all this time to shoot this out to nobody. I mean, Jeff and I were talking about the other day how appreciative we are of everybody listening and of the messages that we get and the comments that we get and the likes and the the, the, the ratings that we get uh, and, and everything, um, especially the messages. I love hearing people's stories. And like before, before we record this episode, I was talking to someone for like ten minutes, uh, going back and forth about whatever, uh, about politics. Actually, we really appreciate everyone listening and sending us things. And um, yeah, tell your friends. Tell tell your friends. Yeah, I don't think we've ever said that before, but <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell everyone. Hey. Although, if by episode fifty you haven't told your friends, then maybe what, what are you doing with your life? Maybe it's not really good enough for you to recommend to your friends. Yeah. And anyways, everybody, episode 50, this is Alex. And this is Jeff. And have a lovely day or evening or morning or midnight. Stay safe. Stay thirsty. And stay Black Forest wild. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. You know, uh, what do they say in those, um, those, uh, we are not responsible. Yeah, for- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, or your, or your, your experience might differ or whatever they say on when those vitamins are those, uh, I'm, I'm, can I start over? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. That was what, am I awful. To, what am I trying to say? What do they say? Uh, uh, your, your, your experiences might may vary, may vary or, oh, your results, results may vary. May vary. Okay. Let's start over. Okay. Okay.